is Sarabies? It's what got banned, y'all. That's why he's not here. Sarabies. <laughs> <laughs> y'all he got a case of the Sarabies. He got a case of the Sarabies. He's, my, he's, he's my in bed. Sarabies friendly. He couldn't up. make it. Hey, man. <laughs> put, put, some, put some tussing on it. Had to put some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what's up, y'all? This is Tressie. And this is Cedric. And we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip hop lens. Let's get to it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, today we have a very special episode for you. We are going to do go through two topics, and that will most likely take up the full hour. Yes, it will. Um, one will be an album, and the other will be Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the album that we will, and we'll just go ahead and just jump right into that sounds the great. album. Uh, K.O.D. by J. Motherfucking Cole. Um, Wait, I didn't realize his name was J. Motherfucking Cole. Yeah, you got to put a motherfucking in front of everything. You, in, like, you in the gotta middle. add a motherfucker to that. Lamar, Jay, motherfucking Cole, and Drake, Drake <laughs> motherfucking Aubrey Graham, like Drake. Yeah, I know Drake. Isn't that kind of anyway? Isn't, anyway, isn't all right. That funny that that's funny. our top three. Right yeah, it now? is. Like, it is right now though. Yeah, it could, and like this album, if anything, really solidifies Cole's Spot. reign mm-hmm. as in in the holy trinity of hip hop right now. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion. <laughs> Makes another reason. I just I hate shitting on people. Oh God, I'm such a hater. Sorry, guys. But this is <laughs> solidifies another thing. Um, you know, Big Sean's spot not in the top three. Uh, clearly, J Cole, Kendrick, and Drake have this thing on lock. I think what Cole has five number one albums or some shit like that. Uh, yeah. With this one, yeah. Uh, that's pretty fucking impressive. Um. Where's J. Cole from? North Carolina? Yeah, Fayetteville. He's from Fayetteville, mm-hmm. North Carolina. They call it Vietnam. He oh shit, man. He uh he got founded under Jay-Z. Now, this is something that's crazy about his his like origin story for me was that when he when Jay-Z first signed J. Cole, mm-hmm. I was like, really, Jay? This is the guy you choose to sign? Mm-hmm. I knew he was talented, but he didn't really have that like Jay Z level of appeal to me from from early on, but now I I totally get it. Like after this album, seeing his runs and seeing the albums he's gone on and the different types of work that he's made, I realized Jay Z saw was looking long term hmm. and not looking short term when he signed J Cole. I think he does that for most of the artists that he signs, uh, but early on because I think it was Wale and J Cole that were like the two first. I think J Cole was the first. Yeah, but Wale was like. Like those are the first people that um, were signed to Rock Nation. Rock Nation, and I think it's very interesting to see that both of them are still doing well in their in their own respect. So relevant, you know, they're still relevant. Yeah. And and Jay Z's got a, a a keen eye for for good talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but this J Cole album definitely solidifies his spot. Um, definitely shows that he is versatile. Like he can do that boom bap shit. Yeah. He can also give you that. Trap shit that you want to listen to, like I've a lot of people, um, like the reviews that I've heard of, uh, people are trying to get on the sonics of the album, which I don't understand in any way, shape, or form. They're trying to say that that sonically it's bad. Really? Yeah. Like I think I've I've heard a few people on um, uh, on my Facebook and a lot of people on Twitter just saying like, I I like the music. <laughs> you know the melody is really nice, but, but I, know I know you're, you're not, not gonna, gonna sing that, that song. <laughs> <laughs> Showing our age or yeah. our parents, anyway. But um, 
But yeah, a lot of people have tried to say like, oh, the, the sonic thing that I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you hearing? Like, So I'm, look, I, I, I feel like people might be turned off. Or, or trolling, maybe. Trolling, maybe, but it's, it's a different J. Cole album. Yes. Kind of like, and I remember I was talking to some people about this uh, at work. You know, this is, you know, I, I, I hate to, to compare people, but mm-hmm. I mean, they're contemporaries. So this is, this is like J. Cole's damn. Yeah, you know, I said that. This is, this is J. Cole's contemporary mm-hmm. album. You, and know? you know what? Hot take. Uh, they don't release albums on the same year. They don't. Which is very interesting to me. I think they know better. Ve- I think it's, but I think they, I don't know what, like my conspiracy, like I'm just going to go into my whole Joe Budden thing. Do it. Do it. <laughs> like, Conspirist Tressy. Cons- Conspiracy. <laughs> is that what they call him? Conspirist? Interesting. Uh, but I, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it just doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like a real word to me. Conspirator. But- <laughs> conspirator, <respect laughs> conspirator. <laughs> Where's but, Ben to stop the tangents? Know, damn right? it! All right, Ben. But, uh, in honor of you, I know. Get back to topic, Tressie. <laughs> but um, I think that maybe they have some type of camaraderie that they do Com- not camaraderie. Com- okay, great. They have a camaraderie <laughs> <laughs> to where they um don't release on the same in the same cycle in the same quarter, maybe uh, same yeah. anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's. Really interesting because they they were together really early. I mean, J Cole pursu- produced High Power, which was one of uh, Kendrick's breakout songs. So um, very interesting that they don't release at the same time, and it they is. that they have the same almost progression. You know what I mean? Like very for your similar trajectory. I'm sorry, thank you. Traje- trajectory. I had to concentrate trajectory. really hard when I Traje- said big words. Yeah, <laughs> trajectory. But yeah, so let's go ahead and dive deep into. The tracks. Um, I kind of want to talk about talk about it. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about them each as we go down. Like, let's do it. Start uh, a track. The one. intro, I think, was very interesting because it starts out super jazzy, um, like just very, um, like in in a zone. Like it's a it's a vibe, and like of course the intro is like not saying much, but like it's just giving you not like saying a, a, much. Not saying much. Like not saying much. Like like he's not rapping. Excuse me, but. Yeah. In the intro, like he starts to go in, like they they just like say like a baby cries when they're sad, angry, uh, it laughs when it's happy, you know, whatever. So like just trying to give you like a preface to the to the album. Great yeah, it's, intro. It's 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 a thesis to the yes. whole project. You exactly. Know? Um, what I got out of that was pretty much you know, life is binary. Mm. You know, it's pleasure and pain. Like mm. that's that's pretty much it. It's on or off. You know what I'm saying? Ones yeah. and zeros. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the complications come in how you deal with those ones and those zeros. ones and those zeros. Hmm. So that's where the complexity comes in, you know. So that was kind of the basis I got for that album. It's like, all right, it's pretty basic, yo. Yeah. You either happy or you're sad. Yeah. <laughs> but how you gonna deal with your happy and your sad, bro? <laughs> exactly. Choose wisely. And then you go into KOD. Um, what do you think KOD means? Well, he actually explained it. Um, KOD is kids on drugs, king overdosed. Or or over yeah, I think it's overdosed. And there was one other um King of Desire. Is that mm, one? I don't think that's, that's one. Of. Okay. I mean, but no, go ahead. He explained it. I didn't even he, know he explained it. I, I, I try not to read anything no, for sure. before I fucking review, review this an shit album. Because yeah, you don't want to be influenced by I don't want to be influenced. Yeah. So no, I, I I totally thought uh King of Desire or Kids on Drugs. Um 
Because there's totally a king on the picture. And mm-hmm. there's also kids doing drugs. It's definitely kids on drugs. Okay. I think that's what he said. I think he's tweeted out saying, like, uh, KOD means this, this, and this. Okay. Uh, but the rest will be, I will leave up to your interpretation. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, well, on the song now, fucking crazy flow, man. And so this is this is what you call a flip. Ten keys from a quarter brick, right? Mm-hmm. So this song to me is... It's great that it's the first song he's rapping on on the album because it really does give you a basis and a foundation for what to expect the rest of the album right. musically and sonically, mm-hmm. which is J. Cole doing something we don't really get from J. Cole, and that's being contemporary. And that's him being um, on this kind of, you know, this new age flow mm-hmm. on some beats with some 808s yeah. and some fucking hi-hats and... You know, Millie rocking on stage in Nigeria, like to his own <laughs> shit. Like, like it's it's hot and and it's 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 refreshing because one thing I do like about a lot of the the contemporary music is the vibe you get from it and the energy in it. But what uh, Cole does on it's on another level on this one is he actually adds lyrics behind it, so it actually you get something extra from it, not just a feeling of the flow being dope or the beat being dope, but you also get that that extra element, which is the concept and the lyrics being dope as well. So I definitely appreciate when some of my the best rappers in the game are able to fucking hit the lyrics and the flow and the beats, sound contemporary, hit them with a message. It's like putting a pill in fucking candy. Or yeah, something. putting the putting the me- yeah the the message in the candy. Yeah, I think he did that really well on on this song. I mean, it's it's easy. It's it's surface enough for you to understand, but deep enough for you to contemplate. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like that. So, um, yeah, I I, I thought that I thought that was dope. Um, then niggas moves- ain't worthy to be on my shit. Yeah, it's a true story. He has no features. Yeah, his only feature is himself. himself. I also I need I I'm, we'll dive into that I guess later on in this. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, we definitely will. Um, uh, but yeah, KLD, dope. Then you go into Central photograph. Uh, oh man, these fucking IG models, yo, they got everybody <laughs> on some shit, right? But well, he, I guess this I, I might be going a little bit ahead of myself, but he says that love is one of the um, strongest, strongest of the drugs. Strongest drug. It is. And so this photograph, like, love... I think I want to also um, think of love as acceptance as well. Like, I love you for who you are. Okay. That that type of thing. And I think that's what this is uh, kind of saying, is that, like, you know, who people are right now is within photographs, within IG, within Twitter, whatever, whoever you are um, on your social media. And, and that isn't... Typically, sometimes who people are, who people. I feel like that sounds okay. weird. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I get what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like uh, the image you put forth on on the internet may not be who you actually are, but mm-hmm. that image is what people are attracted oh, exactly. to. Exactly. That image is what people are lusting after. Exactly. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of themes in this album that really come back for me to my favorite J Cole album, which was. Uh, um, uh, Born oh Center. Oh my God, Born Center. Yes, mm-hmm. Jesus fucking I know Christ. yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, about the seven deadly sins. And this yeah. this kind of brings a lot of that shit back mm-hmm. and kind of simplifies it. This is almost like the simplified version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a song like this, you know, it's it's really, 
love is is the most powerful drug of them all, but mm-hmm. it sounds a lot more like lust. Yeah. If of what he's talking about describing this girl, you know, like True. Um maybe he's trying to say love so that people think about love and understand that it's probably not love, it is lust. Exactly. It's like what is it actually love? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. You know, are, are these drugs distorting your opinion? Cuz he even right. talks about that on photograph, like, mm-hmm. you know, um he's like talking about this girl that He's trying to shoot a shot at. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know how to say it. He hopes she follows back. Like, it's so fucking shallow. Yeah. It's so fucking if you shallow. you follow back. Like, that's a... It's it's a very interesting, um... Like, way to, to think, think about our society today. Is that, but it's like, true. You know? Everything's on the internet. Yeah. Everything's on the internet. So... And then we move on to... The Cutoff. The Cutoff. Featuring Kill Edward. Um... This is a very interesting um, thing for me because I think it's very interesting for them him to go from photograph to the cutoff. Like, I'm in love with you. And then, like, I wonder if you'll follow back and blah, blah, blah. And then you go, boom, the cutoff. Like, I'm cutting you off. Like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Which and, is very interesting. Um, and, and, and I think it's deeper than just, like, him trying to cut a bitch off. It's mm-hmm. like, he's talking about cutting his niggas off, too. Yeah. You know, he's talking about his his... People who, you know, it, it must be difficult being the one out of your group of friends that, that makes it big. Yep. And then all of a sudden, people are asking you for things or people are requesting handouts. And it's, you know, I I give you some money and I ain't heard you for like two months now. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, I'm a crutch now? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's really painting this this picture of people looking at him not just as a friend, but looking at him as a ticket or as an escape route. Or as a means to to get out of a situation that they're in, mm-hmm. um, and abusing their relationship with him, and him coming to that realization that nah, I, I I can't do that for you. You know, me actually being a good friend to you is me cutting you off. Right. Like me me and being good. It's, is cutting it's, you it's, off. And also being good to myself. Right. Because this exactly. is to my own detriment as well. Yep. Like this will will affect me as much as it affects you. So I can't be an enabler. Cause yep. and and that just goes into the theme of the whole project addiction. Like you never want to enable addiction, right? And I think that's what this this song symbolizes. Like even if you think about like if you've ever watched those shows, intervention. Like it's either you do this, or I can't fuck with you. Right. That's it's 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 a as you said before binary. It's A or B right. or one or zero. It's right. either or. You know what I mean? And you have to figure out how you're going to deal with that choice, you know? And and it's it's tough the with things. people that you love. Yeah. You know? It's tough with people that you love and you see them, your money going to them buying another fucking sack or some shit. And it's like, you're not helping yourself. Exactly. And then, you know, so he cuts people off and then he goes to the ATM. Right. <laughs> so we go to the next song, ATM, which is uh, very song. interesting. It's the money song. The money song, the song right? about money. Um, the root of all evil. Mm, talk about it. <laughs> uh, this song is dope. This this was the first song we heard. This was the song that he did the first uh, visuals for. Right. Um, dope ass video, by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely check out the ATM music video. Um, the symbolism in there is dope. Simple to understand, mm-hmm. um, but still powerful because it, it conveys a message. Um, I mean. What can I say about the song? Again, it's kind of like K.O.D. where it's he's got a, a, a contemporary beat. He's got a contemporary flow. 
Um, and he's given a pretty heavy message. Um, really just talking about the pains of having money. Mm-hmm. And the 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 shit you have to go through to get it. Right. It's, I mean, like, even just in the refrain itself, will I fall, will I fly, heal my soul, fulfill my high. Like, all of this stuff is like, like, like money, fill my, fill my soul. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very, I mean, musically, it's dope. Yeah. Count it up. Count it. Count it. Yeah. Count it up. It's, it's got a, <laughs> it's got a dope bounce, but like, yeah. The honesty in that, that, and I feel like just, you know, an overall theme in this album as you're kind of listening to it is mm-hmm. he's coming into grasps of the the power that he holds, not just as a public figure, mm-hmm. but as a, a black man that has a lot of money. Yep. Like there's power behind having a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I think he's starting to understand that. And right. he's starting to put those ideas on paper in a way that fucking sound amazing. Right. Very, very uh, creative way to do that. Yeah. I, f- I fucking just love the part in the video where he's like pulls off his arm and his leg to get the yeah, car. Yeah, to get it's the like, car because the bitch you, was like, um, "Where, I need, where right. I need this?" You know exactly. what I mean? And he's like, oh, "All right, I, I got an this." Arm and a leg. We got it. Right, and then he goes into motivate, which is another sonically beautiful, awesome turn up, like just just a dope song sonically. Uh, but then you also listen to the lyrics again. It's it's the medicine and the candy. Uh, yep. You really want to know who Superman is? Watch this. Pow! Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh. And it's... and and he, he's totally making fun of people who do drugs. Yeah. I love his little voice where he's like, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling alive. It's like, bro, you don't sound alive. You sound like you fucking dying, bro. Right. But that's, that that's, I totally feel like that's him making fun of people who do drugs. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm feeling, bro, I'm so lit right now. I'm just like. Feels so good. I, it's yeah. like it's like, bro. No, you don't. You sound terrible. You sound like you're half dead. Like, mm-hmm. wake the fuck up. Another thing that I think about when I hear the song is that you know how everyone always be saying like, I post on the gram. I put my money on the gram. I put this on the gram because I want to motivate my people. Yeah, right. Is that really motivation? I feel like that's what this this song is kind of asking. Huh. Is it motivation to others, or is it is it um, breeding envy? Is it breeding jealousy? Uh. You know? Yeah. I think that that's a very interesting... Like, that's... Every time I hear the song, I always think about that. Because I don't think that... Sometimes I think when you do that on the gram and, like, you try and show and you stunt, I think a lot of people aren't taking that as motivation. I think the majority of people aren't taking that as motivation. You may be taking... You might be saying, like, look at what I where I came from and look at what I'm doing. Um, you might be thinking that you're trying to motivate. I also think that there's some selfishness in that be just because you want to show where you've come from. Right. Like, just when I come inside the studio, like, I want to show people, like, yo, I'm in this studio. Like, I'm here. Like, this is the shit I love. You know what I mean? Like, I love to be in this space. And I think that's probably what other people are doing when they're on the gram saying, like, I love to show off that I've been able to come to a point to be able to buy this, to be able to do that. Because let's face it, our culture is based on the monetary value or, or or just the tangible things that we can get. So we never had shit. Exactly, and so it's it's also it's all that psychological shit that 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 goes in our head that we think that we're trying to motivate people, but I think at the same time we're not. And we're breeding envy, we're breeding jealousy, and this is what people start to. Um, this is where where things go wrong, I guess you could say. You know, for sure. And then we move on to uh, 
Kevin's Heart. I love this song. It's a great song. It's a great song. And, and the re- visual... He released the video for it a few days after the ATM video. But, right. And it had fucking starring Kevin Hart. Exactly. And I think it was very um, well done. It was awesome, I think. Because, yeah, Kevin Hart fucked up. And, yeah. and he did Oh, some, that boy fucked he up. He fucked up so bad. But then it's like... I th- I feel I feel like it's like a metaphor of just like any mistake you make is going to haunt you, and it's going to haunt you forever. So it also it just all it breeds that one question or not one question but one phrase that he always says: "Choose wisely, think before you act," type of thing. So yeah, I mean, I, and I feel like it's a very honest mm-hmm. song about cheating and 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 and, and infidelity in, in a relationship right. in a way that most people don't understand because they're not. Um, Privileged to have a lot of the things that J. Cole has at his disposal. Or Kevin, which is, Hart. Exactly. or Kevin Hart, which is money, which is, um, you know, having your face be recognizable, which is... Just having people do anything for anything you, regardless. For throwing themselves at you, I you know? love the fact that they... The, the fact that... Uh, I love uh, a part in it when he's like, the scent of money, like the smell of money. That yeah. is some real shit. You know what True. I mean? You look at somebody, you can smell that shit on them. You can see that shit on them. You know what I mean? And... uh we're living in a capitalist fucking society, and that that's how we live. That's what we we strive for. That's what people define success as, right. and they want that, you know? And so I think this is a very interesting way to, to depict that. It's, it's dope. And it's it's crazy because he, he obviously knows it's wrong, but he's he's still doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to deal with it, he's he's medicating. Exactly. You know, he's, he's getting high or popping a zanny, and oh, my God— I got high and that's why I I did it type mm-hmm. of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Shit happens like shit that. Shit does though. happen. And, you know, at least he's being honest about it. Mm-hmm. Due to the money aroma, my girl, she got a diploma. diploma. Yeah. Got them good brains, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Exactly. <laughs> Talk about it. That's good. Uh, and then we go into brackets. I thought this song was especially uh, creative because. I love it. It's talking about tax brackets. I love it. Um, I love this song. Go ahead, bro. I love this song. I love this song because it, again, like the album is kind of coming up to this point. He's talking about um, money, 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 desire, desires, drugs, and then it comes to this part about brackets. But but before you go into that, I think it's very interesting that he uh, started off with uh, Richard Pryor. He did. Because money, 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 desire, 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 drugs, drugs, drugs. That's all Richard Pryor went through as a black man, like, you know. But anyway, go ahead. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I make all this money, you know, and uh, and then Uncle Sam comes saying he needs half, mm-hmm. right? And you're giving this white man. <laughs> and it's a very interesting, so this is a very interesting take on taxes that I have not heard an artist talk about in this way before, which mm-hmm. is, you know, you're a rich black person. And you're paying a lot in taxes. Mm-hmm. A lot. He's half. Mm-hmm. Saying he's a millionaire, he's giving all this money to taxes. Mm-hmm. And he's not seeing the impact of those taxes. And he's, it's frustrating. Yep. It's like, yo, I'm paying millions of dollars in taxes, but the people in my own neighborhood where I came from, they don't even have books for their schools. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they don't have the tools they need to be successful. Mm-hmm. But here I am giving you half my money. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This country, this country don't represent me. I think somebody was. I think he was talking. Did he say something like there should be an app? He said there should be an app where he can choose what programs his taxes go Go to fund. Um, Which I I I think is good and bad. Um, I I mean that's you know 
That's not how our, our democracy works or republic works. Let's yeah. not fucking lie. We're not a direct democracy. Mm-hmm. But that that's not how the Constitution <laughs> sets up the right. power, okay? Right. Um, you elect officials. So, yes, democracy is really slow, J. Cole. I apologize. It is, though. Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting point where now you got rich black people who aren't who are getting taxation without representation. Yep. Because you remember that's kind of what fucking started the American Revolution back in 17 and some change, right? Right. So it's it's a it's a it's a very unique way to think about paying taxes as a black man in America um, that he brought up that I definitely wanted to highlight, you know, and and then at the end of the story, he's talking about how, you know, this this young kid gets killed on accident, you know, and then the mom at the end of the day is like, damn, this is all fucked up. We're having to live in this shitty area. Yep. Schools are shitty. All this shit is shitty. Oh, fuck. Now I got to pay my taxes. Yep. It's like... It's a very... It's fucked up. It was a dope-ass way to end that. It's like, oh, yeah, I got to pay my taxes. After it all was this like, bad like, shit let that sink in, yes. nigga. You know what I mean? You like, pay taxes, too. If you, but you still got to live in a shithole. You live in this shithole. You don't know... I, I, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I love this song. It's, it's, it's probably it's, one of my favorites, just because of the message. No, for sure. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's powerful. I, to be honest, I don't know if there's a song on here that I don't like. There's a lot of like this is probably like "Care for Me." Um, in the in the sense that I, I it was hard for me to pick a song that I that was my favorite. And I'm I'm I I'm willing to admit like I'm a Kendrick stan, but I love J Cole as well. Yeah, like J Cole is like I feel like you, you like J Cole more than I do. I think I do. Yeah. I think I do. Because you like his, like every one of his projects. Almost. For Your Eyes Only was okay yeah. to me. People said it was trash. Like a lot of people, like a lot of people that like J. Cole would be like, oh, that's trash. I will give him, it's an okay thing. But I, I also have an affinity for J. Cole the same way I have an affinity for Wale. Okay. Like I hold I, that they, special place in your they heart. Are, they're always going to, I'm always going to root for them. And I'm always going to be like, let's just keep going. Like, oh, that one missed. Let's just, <laughs> let's try again. Like, you know what I mean? Like. I'm always going to be the, be in their corner regardless of what I think about their music. Um but but yeah, I think that was a, a a really nice way to end that song. And then you go into uh you know, Once, Once an, an Addict. Addict interlude. Bro, just call it a fucking song. It should have been a song, but I think it's very interesting to go from brackets into Once an Addict because you, and especially with that ending of that song. You that song, the ending of uh brackets is, you know, my son died. I have to pay for his funeral, and I also have to pay my taxes. The weight of those thoughts, the weight of those those things that need to be done, can push anyone into addiction. Yep. And I think that's very interesting how he goes from that into Once an Addict, which is an awesome song to me because interlude. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Awesome interlude. <laughs> Just because I have bat- battled with addiction in my family. I don't know half of... I mean, I think a lot of people in our community have. So to hear something like that and, and how he felt during those times yeah. and what he was doing, like, I almost put my... I almost can say that I did almost exactly what he did. You know what I mean? Stay out late. Don't want to come home. I did a lot of that stuff in high school. Like, I was drinking in high school heavily. <laughs> like, heavily. Smoking cigarettes. I didn't get into weed, but I was doing a lot of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Not a lot of shit. I've never really done a lot of drugs. 
You were it was just like I was out there. You was I out was, there. I was out there. We was out there. You know what I'm saying? We was in that shit. <laughs> we out here. We really out here, cuz. But, like, having addict parents can drive you to become an addict. And I think it's cope. very... yeah. To, to cope. And I think it's very interesting that he talks about how his mom was this and that he had to get away. And so he's had to be in the streets and, and find something to occupy his time because he couldn't deal with seeing that. And that's a, I think that's a, something that's very relatable to a lot of um, people. That's true. And it's, you know, and it's just a, a testament to his storytelling abilities. Yeah, he, he I mean, tell a story. Seriously. Flawless. Draws you in. Yeah. And like, I, I could tell you off the first listen, I knew what this story was. And I think it's because of, one, it hit me because it hit close to home. And two, it was just like the way you told it. Like Kevin's heart, like I knew that was talking about Kevin Hart. Even though he spelled it Kevin's heart, you know what I mean? Like, he puts things on the surface, but also gives you that complexity. Yeah. It's crazy. And then we go into uh, Friends. And then he goes into Friends, which I think is is interesting that it's maybe why it's called an interlude. Because mm-hmm. um, then he goes into Friends, which I think is very interesting, because he's talking about um, some of the closest people to him and how they have really big issues with drug addiction and depression. But the drug is not like Molly. Right. It's not cocaine. Right. It's not crack. It's not meth. It's weed. And it's it, it's important, I think, because, you know, there is this, this push to legalize marijuana. There is this push to to take, to uh, reclassify marijuana mm-hmm. from a Schedule 1 to like a Schedule 2 or 3. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all this talk. Can you of, explain what Schedule 1 and 2 and 3 Sure. Are? So there's... There, there's different rankings of of drugs, of drugs and... based on their usefulness in science and scientific research or medicine, mm-hmm. their usefulness um, in um, or not, not. I'm sorry, their their usefulness and then their dangers. Okay, whether they're highly addictive and what coming off of those drugs will and do to you. And what is the rank ranking? Schedule one, two. Schedule one is higher. Higher, gotcha. So the worst drugs are, are ranked right. schedule one. So like and heroin, I'm sure opiates, opioids, heroin, yeah, mm-hmm. is schedule okay. one. Um, uh, so it was marijuana. Cool. Which means, Schedule 1 means it has no known medicinal uses. So which is, schedule one which is Which ridiculous. is foolish because right. it's, it does. it's already being used. And so, but anyway, ways. the point of that is, I think the growing stigma in the country is that weed is not so bad. It's just weed. It's just right. weed. It's just right? a plant. It's just weed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and in this song, I think he's really saying like, bro, it's not just weed. Mm-hmm. Like you're still self-medicating your depression, which is mm-hmm. not good. Right. Um, which is still keeping you in a box. Um, which, which which I think is powerful because, you know, at least, you know, in our generation coming up, um, I think we, we definitely talked about this before. We were talking about the drug dealers versus the drug users. Mm-hmm. And our generation is more, we'll drink and smoke and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But we'll sell all the other shit. Right. Because all the other shit is too hard. It's, it's way too much, you know. I'm this, not a drug a addict. A I just I just smoke and drink. I'm not a drug right. addict, you know? But he's saying like, no, bro, you are a fucking drug addict. Mm-hmm. You smoke your life. You're smoking your life away. Right. Um, you're missing out on a lot of things because you're high all the time. Right. Um, and it's it's a powerful message that I think a lot of black people need to hear because, yeah, bro, that's it's still a drug. Mm-hmm. You're still letting your life pass you by. You're still missing out on things. It's not something that you need to to. I don't. I just. I think that um, people need to understand that you should not depend on anything to be functional. You know what I mean? Yep. 
And if you do require something like that, talk to somebody about it. Or, you know what yes, I mean? That's exactly that's, what you're saying. Talk, that's what it is. We don't talk about it. Exactly. We don't talk about it in our culture. And 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 that's and I think that's something that we've brought up on the on the podcast. I mean, plenty of times is that people don't know how to deal or speak about their feelings in our community. And I think it's just something that we need to start thinking about. And I love the fact that J. Cole, people like J. Cole, who have the reach that he does, is starting to speak about things in this way and saying, like, you know what? Like, it may be okay to smoke, but make sure that that you are not dependent upon it. Right. Try med- meditate. Try things that you can do that you don't have to to inject something foreign into your body. Right. You know I get I mean? it. It's, it's still it's still kind of it's a little cheesy. No, like, meditate. The ending yeah. part was a little cheesy. Yeah. I got an idea for you, bro. Meditate. Meditate. <laughs> meditate. <laughs> meditate. Right. Meditate. Oh, don't medicate. Medicaid. It's like, all right, bro. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I get you, J. Cole. But, that, that, it was the but, cheesiest moment of the album. Do you see what you're doing? It was the cheesiest moment of the album. Maybe that's that's he's just providing a solution. All right, all right. <laughs> Still cheesy as fuck. Uh, but, but I get it, J. Cole. I yeah. get it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he says depression and drug addiction don't blend. I get you, amen, bro. Just you know, right. And then we go into window paint. Um. So yeah, I mean, for for me, this song was really him reflecting on himself and right. kind of what the position he's in. It's like he's looking through this window at other people's pain. Okay, he's comfortable. He's rich. He's made it. He's there. Mm-hmm. And he's looking out, and he's seeing his people who are haven't figured it out yet, who are mm-hmm. still addicted to drugs, who are still out there running, running, running packs and shit, who are still out there on the block, who are still gang banging, who are you know, who are still doing all the dumb shit that they shouldn't be doing. Well, he's sitting back in his fucking fancy car, watching it happen mm-hmm. through the window, you know. And that was kind of what I what I got from this song, and it's like him him reflecting. On where he is in comparison to those that he's observing, right? But he's comfortable, and they're not, right? Um, and I like the 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 fact that he put window and pain, p a i n. Yep. So take with that what you will. Um, and then we go into the last song, nineteen eighty five, the outro for the fall off. Well, it's 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 actually called an intro, an intro, me, intro to the fall off. Yes. Excuse me. So the, um, the 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 window pane is the official outro, while this 1985 is like a bonus track or something. It's I don't know. It's just on the album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of it? It was lit. Did, did you think it was a diss song? I I, I mean it was a diss and a, and it was but I don't think it was directed towards someone. I think it was directed towards a generation of people that uh, are rappers and. It, that don't think about what they're doing, I guess. Because I feel like this, because that's what the whole album is about. The whole album is about medicating, um, being on drugs, not thinking about what's happening in your life right now. And I think it's just him reflecting on his life and saying, hey, I've been through A, B, and C, let me try and tell you about things so that you don't have to go through the things that I went through. Hove did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through that. Exactly. But but I think this is his version of that. You know what I mean? And um, 
I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's there's anything wrong with, you know, becoming wiser and trying to tell people that are younger than you to try and wisen up, choose wisely. Um, yeah, these people probably aren't going to hear you because you didn't want to hear that shit when you were going through it. Right. But it's it's like it's kind of like I have a duty, a duty. <laughs> duty. <laughs> duty. But I have I have this responsibility that I need to do to say it. So, but I also think that it's He's saying it in a way to try and get people's attention. Like, listen here. Like, I love your little funky little rap name. You know? Like, <sighs> so like, like, I don't know. <laughs> the internet went crazy talking about this was a diss song. Towards Lil Pump, though. And I didn't see it as I a didn't diss. See. I didn't see it as a diss song at all. Um, I don't think he's dissing anybody in the song. Um, I, I think, think he's, I think it's I think, condescending. It's a warning. I think it's condescending. I don't even I don't even think it's condescending. Your I think funny he's, little rap name. I think he's trying to big bro him and just be like, yo, let me let me put you on game. I guess. Let me educate you. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I mean, do ha- I mean Lil Pump did make the whole song called like fuck J. Cole, fuck J. Cole, fuck J. Cole or whatever. True. So if but he, he says, laughs at that. So if he if he says something like your funky little rap name, it's like, okay, sure. That's a very minor jab. Right. And it's it's but really, what he's saying in this song is te- he's giving him a blueprint on how to be successful. True. Any any of these young guys, he's giving them a blueprint on this is what you need to do to be successful. Do this, don't do that. How was that making a diss song? He's not talking shit about anybody. He's just telling you, yo, I was young. He even says in the song, I, I was young. I was young before. I had all the same shit. I was, I was lusting after girls. I wanted jewelry and all that shit. Right, right. But then this is what this is. I'm 33 now, bro. This is what I learned along the way. He's just trying to give like them I've game. I've gone through the same path that you yes. have, and I just want to let you know, you don't have to look like me and, and grow your hair out with some ugly ass dreads. But please don't. You can you can go and do some like you won't have you don't have to end up looking like the man that tap danced people off of the stage at the Apollo. <laughs> All you gotta do is get up, <laughs> listen to some shit. And just like, let me just try and, and and give you some information. So, this is a very this this whole album I think was was very uh, is um is was needed, and um just just something that I enjoyed listening to. Like I really did enjoy reviewing this album, and you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I enjoyed listening to this album. I was really excited about finally getting to talk about it um and you know it's j Cole has a way of putting his you know his medicine in the candy mm-hmm. and giving it to you in a way that is digestible um, but i feel like he kind of hit his stride lyrically on this album um there were a few moments where he was kind of struggling to rhyme i don't I, I'm not a huge fan of the mispronouncing words on purpose thing. Oh, okay. Keep on falling, dying, dying, instead of down. And there's a couple other... Rhapsody does that a Rhapsody lot. Rhapsody does it too, yeah. Lil Wayne does, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But besides that, I have to say, overall, none of the lyrics felt forced. Right. Like, everything was very, very fluid. fluid. Um, his storytelling was very fluid. I never saw him searching for the next word to rhyme, if anything. Mm-hmm. It, I mean... Lyrically, this is probably his his best piece of work, in my opinion. Mm. Um, because of I I just, I think just how, I might how agree. how comfortable yeah, he felt. is with you know. There's not many forced yeah. bars. Exactly. Everything is just sounds very easy and right and natural. I think it's it sounds very like 
polished. Polished. He's he's progressed. You know what I'm saying? Like he's become like every album I think he he comes out with just the same way as like Kendrick does. Is that they they just they you can hear the progression and you don't think that they can get better, but they just keep doing it. So, um, now that I guess brings us to our next topic. Yeah, where someone that we thought would progress has slowly digressed. Mm, the regression. <laughs> the regression is real. Um, Kanye West. This is going to be the topic for for this this particular episode because. Me and Cedric, we actually got kind of invested in in what he was saying and the stuff that he was spewing, and we're re- really interested in in having a discussion about this. Um, ben, on the other hand, was like, "Oh, why we got to talk about Kanye?" <laughs> and I get to talk this shit because Ben's not here. Hey. <laughs> but um, let's. Where do you want to start with this topic? There's so much that's happened. Um, I want to start at the beginning. All right. I want to start with college dropout. Okay, whoa. I want to start with, you know, Let me we back. all we all self conscious. I'm just the first to admit, admit it. it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I want to start with you know the Kanye that we all remember and love, the backpack rapper. Uh, and you know, and then sadly, somewhere along his progression, he lost his mother, and he just got a little crazy. I feel like the him losing his mom was was like the the, the beginning of now Kanye's always been a little off. Mm-hmm. He's always been one of those kind of weird musical genius people who you're like, okay, maybe you're just weird because you're wired a little differently than we are. Right, right. I think we've all. I think he's no, noticed that he's admitted to even that. early on. Yeah, I, everyone I, that's come in contact with him has admitted to that. So it's it's. It's evident that he's always been different. He's always been different, you know. Uh, but this, this, this is this. This takes it to a whole nother level. I mean, yeah, but like part of me. So if you guys aren't aware of what what Kanye West has been doing, you need to get from under your rock, right? And fucking open your eyes. Just turn on the internet. It's there. Um, but pretty much, Kanye has been came back on Twitter and has been tweeting some really crazy things like. He loves Donald Trump and, you know, taking pictures with a MAGA hat. You know, even though he admitted he didn't vote, he's saying he would have voted for Trump. You know, these are things that he said before, but he decides to come back on Twitter and kind of reaffirm his stance, his political stance. Um, And, you know, he started it off by saying he... He agreed with this woman who I'm not even going to put on blast right now. Um, But she's a Republican and she's black who feels that um, black people shouldn't have anything to complain about or or have any... um, There's nothing holding us back, pretty much. Right. We're just crying about slavery. We need to get over it. Right. And then aligning himself with uh, Candace Owens. Is that what you just said? I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't want to. I, wanna, was, I, I, was I didn't want to say her name, but that's okay. Oh shit! It's all good. Um, but that's how it started, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of spiraled from there. Right? You know, um, uh, he talked to Ebro. You know, he 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 put Ebro and John Legend on blast when text messages that they had sent him. Right. And put like, those on. Made those are, private text messages public. Yes. Like these are just people that were trying to. 
like say, hey, love you, bro, but you're going kind of, you're, you're wilding right now. Like, what's going on? Like, I, I'm sure that these are people that have done that in the past for him plenty of times. Right. And now this is happening. So I don't even know where to start uh, with my... Your take on it? Take on it. I um, mean, my take, my initial take was this is just Kanye being Kanye, you know, looking for attention. Mm-hmm. You know, low-key trolling. Mm-hmm. Um, Not low-key, high-key. High key trolling, mm-hmm. but this is like trolling on another level because you're, you're you're playing. The problem with this level of trolling is that you're playing with shit that might be hard to come back from. Right, or and you're playing with people's lives and people's like. To me, this is what what really bothers me about this is that one, he doesn't pay attention to us, the hip hop community, until it's time to sell some music. Right, um, and. Every time the the way he does it, it always has to do with him. He's been selfish his whole career, and now it's 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 becoming something that's just like you're you're playing with fire, like some real fucking fire. Um, and then we're also in a day and age where we also we start we're starting to understand our power as a community, and where our dollar works, where our um, you know, just where our attention works too, because that that's 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 a form of currency here too, right? Um, and he knows that, and he start he's exploiting that. So he he's now exploiting us because he wants the attention. Attention. I don't know. It's just it's such a huge ball of fuck shit that you need to unravel. I don't know. I don't. But I mean, I, again, I, I still feel at the base of it, it's just trolling. I mean, the fact that he's saying all this crazy shit about loving Trump and, um, you know, and, and his excuse for it is that, you know, black people were, are supposed to be Democrats. So he's just going against the grain. He's, he's free, freedom of thought. He's a free thinker. He's allowed to think what he wants. It's like, of course. But, w- but when he spews this whole free thought, I'm a fan of free thought, you're supporting someone that is not a fan of free thought. Donald Trump doesn't even want the press to ask him questions they're supposed to ask him. He's, he's caused anybody fake if they ask him a real-ass question. Well, not him, because, you know, he, Trump, ask, has, Trump hasn't had a press conference since, anyway. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. been about a year now, but nobody's going to talk about that. Uh, but it's, it's, you're aligning yourself with people who hate and people that are trying to basically... Kill people. You're aligning yourself with a white supremacist, right? And it's just it's just so odd coming from Kanye. You know, I mean, he he was very vocal. You know, and you know the same community that defended him, bro, when he started going crazy the first time, mm-hmm. when he was running off with the mouth talking about George Bush doesn't care about black people. Mm-hmm. We still defended Kanye, mm-hmm. um, and he was vocal about about us, about the community, about black people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and the fact that he's now Supporting someone that you said, you know, is supports white supremacy, um, doesn't want a free press, um, doesn't really believe in freedom of thought. Mm-hmm. It 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 contradicts a lot of the things that Kanye has done previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that's why I feel like it's just it's just trolling. I, but, I I don't think he believes it. I really don't. But to be honest, like even if he doesn't believe it. There's there's repercussions that come with that. Mm, mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you you have to suffer the... Re- re- and that I guess that's what I was trying to ask on Twitter. So when I was on Twitter and on our uh, IG, I was asking, where do we draw the line with Kanye? Because this is something that he's been doing throughout his career. Ever since his mother's died, he went off the, and did some stuff that we all think is is pretty off the wall. And I wonder... I mean, there was somebody on our on. There's people that went on our IG page and was like, "This is just him being Kanye. Kanye's gonna be Kanye. I'm still gonna support the music, but we don't support people like CeeLo. Well, us on this podcast, right? Right. You know, we don't support people like CeeLo, R. Kelly. Um, we lightweight don't really support Chris Brown. Like, I don't really listen to his music, right? And that's not really. I mean, that's just whatever it is. Um, where do we draw the line with people that? Are, don't align with our morals and values. You know what I mean? So, to, to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. with that, you know, Kanye made this point in the, the song that he put out. What is it? Yay versus the people? Yeah. Ugh. Again. With, with uh, Tip starring as the people? Right. You know, he, he makes a point about, yeah. well, you know, what are some of the, the themes of hip-hop? It's violence. It's misogyny. It's drug abuse, whether you're selling or selling or using, mm-hmm. you know, and these are things that are also morally reprehensible. Mm-hmm. Um, however, those artists aren't shunned. Those artists aren't, mm-hmm. you know, uh, told, uh, oh, what do you, how dare you talk about such things? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. You mm-hmm. know, they're allowed to rap about those type of things. So I can understand that. But, but it's, it's would, sorry. are you living in a fucking bubble? You know, what I it's, would say to that is that these are people's experiences. These are their lives. These are the lives they're living due to the environments they're, that they're put in and that they can't really get out of due to, like, white supremacy and, and privilege and all of that. So these are things that these rappers are rapping about because that's just what they know. Maybe this is what Kanye knows now, and that's why I say I choose not to indulge in it, I guess. But that that to me, I think, is just the reality of the situation is that he's just too far removed from things. Um, if that was to be his argument, like, you know, because that's kind of what he says, like, what you want me to do, rap about violence and crack? Right. Well, no, because that's not what you're experiencing right now. Right. I don't want Jay-Z to rap about that either. Right. Because that's not what he's experiencing. A lot of people, like, I don't want... You can talk to me all day about what you used to experience. That's fine. If you if you come back with a story or something like that. But I don't need a whole album about it. Like, there's 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 things that happen with common sense. Don't... I'm, I'm not attacking you, but, like, if this was Kanye's argument, I'm like, don't try and bring, like... <laughs> don't try and bring up of the past type of thing. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, how how when girlfriends try and bring up things from like old arguments, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and they do. We we already we already fucking went over that shit. We know what's going on over here. You are deciding to troll because you're hopping on some other wave because you just want to be different and you want to get all the attention. Because, like Ebro said, you can't out rap Jay Z, you can't out truth J Cole, you can't out. I'm sorry, you can't out-real Jay-Z. You can't out-truth J. Cole. You can't out-rape. can't out rape. rape. Oh, my God. Wow. Rap. You can't, can't, can't out-rap Kendrick, and you cannot out-hit Drake. So where does that leave you? You have to out-troll 50 Cent, I guess. Out-troll 6 9 Because oh, 6 9 is yeah. a big troll, too. 
He's a big show, but, but he, six he's nine, a little guy though. He is compared yeah. to a Kanye. Kanye's platform yes. is way Huge. bigger, way bigger. Right. So that's the thing is that like you can't, and that's the thing. He's trying. He's trying to be the troll of the century. Troll of all trolls. Mm-hmm. Which um, I think uh, it could it could backfire. You, you know, Kanye West is forty years old. Forty fucking. He's years old. He's forty years old. This man is too old. He's too old to be playing with things like this. Right. And and I think this is kind of where you're getting at is that he yes, he may just be trolling, but you have to pick and choose your what you're going to troll about, right? Yeah, it's pick and choose your 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 battles. What why are you trolling? Let's like let let's just dial down to the to the meat of it. What what is the reason for this? You're trolling for sales. Exactly. Sales and attention, of course. Exactly. So why so if that's the reason and you don't really believe in this, but this stuff over here, people, there are people that really believe in this right. and are really actively with policies trying to get rid of, you know, minorities like that. I mean, fuck it. I will even I'll troll your ass and say these people are planning genocide. You know what I mean? And this is what you decide to use to sell. And he's it, it's dangerous it's because he devil, can dude. it's it, it's it can go both ways. If he is just trolling and it turns out none of this shit is real, he already would have lost, you know, half of his fan base who just doesn't agree with Trump at all, who's like, you're a fucking idiot. Fuck you. They won't buy his shoes. His, they won't buy his ticket sales for albums or for uh, for tour dates or whatever. He's going to lose money there, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And this is if, it's, if he's just trolling. Right. And then if he's just trolling and it comes out later, he doesn't believe this shit. All those supposed Trump followers who liked him they're not going to fuck with him now either because right. they're going to be like, oh, you're just making fun of us. You're mm-hmm. just trolling us. Now, if he means it, if he's being 100%, I mean, it's still bad both ways because those same racist people will never fully uh, embrace except, you mm-hmm. or accept you because they like you today because you're putting their message out there. But then tomorrow you might say something different and they, they, they cannibalize their own yeah. worse, worse than we do. Yes. Okay, we at least will be like, eh, I don't know, Kanye, we'll give you benefit. They don't give a fuck. You turn right. one time, it's a rap, bro. Yep. Um, and then he's still going to lose everybody in hip-hop. So he, it, th- there's no, I, I, I don't see him sitting down at a table thinking up this plan and being like, you know what? This is going to work. This, this, <laughs> this is brilliant. I'm a genius. <laughs> this is a great idea because it's a terrible idea. Um, shit, dude, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Quest Love. Was wearing a um a shirt. a shirt that said Kanye doesn't care about black people. Yeah, I mean that it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's taking your own words, putting them right back in your face, bro. Exactly. I mean, and then it's also like this whole thing about people saying like you aren't supporting him because of his political party that of his choice, and it's, it has nothing to do with that. And then like side mm-hmm. high. Exactly. It, it's, it's not about him being a Republican. I don't give a fuck if you're a right. Republican. I don't either. I don't care. Like I, I don't even know. I don't care about the, political parties. Yeah, doesn't exactly. matter. I don't. I don't know who half of the people I listen to what their political stance is. It doesn't matter. Belong to. It uh, doesn't matter to me. It, what matters to me is when you align yourself with someone that does not have the same uh, common sense or decency or love in their heart like I do. But um, I mean, Saha the Prince went out and tweeted that you know wanted to tweet that Martin Luther King was a Republican. Right. And also wanted, and then Chance the Rapper go ahead and 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 he's since you know apologized for it, but says not all black people need to be Democrats, and I agree. 
But that's not the issue. That is not the in- issue. That's not the issue. You know? And then Chance soon found out. Right. Because Donald Trump said, thank you, Chance. He was like, he was like whoa, ah, nah. whoa, no. whoa, whoa. I love how he tweeted, he goes, my name Bennett and I ain't in it. <laughs> but yeah, so he had to tweet out an, an apology because he was like, that's not what I want to align myself with. And that's good. I mean, I also understand where Chance is coming from because he wants to defend somebody that he looks at and he loves. For like, sure. Like, if this was my brother going off and doing all that shit, I'd be like, yo, you, you wildin', you need to stop. I don't know if I would go out and defend him like that, but I'd probably pick better words to defend him. Well, you know, you never know. You never know. As long as you realize what you've done wrong, I'm fine with it. If Kanye t- tomorrow came out and said... Though actually, this is a great question. If Kanye tomorrow came out and said, you know what, I was trolling. I did want to do this for sales. I apologize to my community. What will we do? Interesting question, huh? We'll see. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. You know? I, I, I mean, at this point, I'm already... You know what? Now that I'm talking through this more, I, I think he's just crazy. I I don't like to just throw that around, but no, he's he he he's lost it. Like it's it's not all there. I mean, cause I just just remembered he's he's putting his mom's plastic surgeon's oh, face yeah. as his album cover. That's true. I forgot about that piece. Well, that's what that's, that's on top rumored. of that's what's right. rumored to happen. But yeah. And if that's another piece of trolling, like that's some sick, sad trolling. Yeah. Again, you know, like to troll his own mother's death. It's you, you know, like like that's kind of deep. If he's willing to go that far with it, if that's just trolling. Now, if he's sincere, because mm-hmm. he feels that that is what he needs to do to get over it, then that's why I'm saying it's it's a mental is health he, issue because mm-hmm. he's he's. Those choices don't make sense. You know, it 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 feels like it it feels to me like he's going through one of his like manic phases. Episode, yeah. You know? Um, you know, I you probably know somebody out there who's got some type of mental health issue. I'm not mm-hmm. saying crazy, but I mean I'm literally meaning he he has some type of mental disorder, which a lot of people in this country have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're like a manic Manic depression. You you go through these phases where you're really into something, like really into it. You're all about it. You know, one of the symptoms is shaving your head. He shaved his head. Like it. It seems he he seems like he's in one of his manic phases. Now that you say that, and I know your experiences. Damn. I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that Cedric's manic, but I'm just saying. Not me. I, yeah. He lived he through knows it. People. He's lived through this, so that does make sense. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. Eye opening. Could be sick. And and Kanye, if you sick, bro, get some help, man. Listen to that J. Cole album, bro, and get some help. <laughs> For sure. I don't know. I mean, I mean, like he's got people around him that are trying to help. I mean, John Legend, Ebro, trying but he's, to help. He's putting but them on blast. I know, but he's but like, I don't know. I mean, you're that rich. You can have a bunch of yes people around you who just co-sign whatever the fuck you do, because you're Kanye West. Kanye, get some help, man. Get some help. Until you get that help, I will not be checking for the music. I will not be on the Yeezy website the morning of launch day trying to get shoes. I think his Yeezys look good. They don't, but they they retail 
for like double the value. So if you can no, buy him at retail and resell no, him, li- ding, ding, liked, ding, ding. No, I actually liked his like first uh, few Yeezys it, with Adidas. Okay. But the ones that he's coming out with, those ones that look like old people jogging shoes mm, mm-hmm. that are just huge, those ones, I don't yeah. understand. I don't like any of them. I think they're all ugly. Give me a pair of Ultra Boosts all day. I'm 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 cool Ultra off the Easy Boosts. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to tell you your shoes that you have on today are fucking light. Oh, thanks. Like, Appreciate your it. Your outfit is dope. Thank you. My cousin knows how to dress. Bow. Got him. <laughs> um, last thing I want to say about this uh, Kanye shit, and then we'll get out of here. Um, oh, get your finger out your nose. I cousin. think it's... Um, sh- nigga. <laughs> Put it back. It's not in my nose. Oh, don't flick it on me. <laughs> see, you, he's trying to use this against me because like, ain't nobody see what the hell I was doing. <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to say I almost think that it's like an insult when people say the music has to be good in order for us to ignore this. I think it's an insult to our, you know, what is what's the word I'm looking for? We've been drinking our integrity, man. Thank you, our integrity. And um, our self, like not even self worth, but like you know what I'm saying, like it's just integrity, I guess. Yeah, that's the word. It's, like it's it's an insult to say that like this shit better be good for me to ignore that you want to kill my people or you want to support somebody that wants to kill my people or you want to support somebody that wants to yeah. get rid of all types of free thought and shit like that because you say you're all about free thought and you're not like this. That's the that is an insult to me. I think that you need to respect my agency way more than somebody's fucking music. Right. I'm a fucking human being that has choices Tell and has power Tell in my fucking dollar and my thought. Amen. So if you think that all I need is a good album to sway me, to to ignore what somebody is trying to do and will do if they get the Tell policy em. passed, you know what I mean? Tell them. Fuck em. you. Yeah, you ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> exactly. So I, I guess that was just my final thought on this whole thing. Like, nobody's music is good enough for, to to break down my agency. That's it. Amen. Um, final thoughts by Tressie. That's great, huh? Hey! <laughs> uh, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and hang out with us today. Um, if you have not listened to KOD, do that shit right away because that shit was awesome. Um, also, I'm still listening to that Saba. Saba's great. That Care For Me was amazing. It was great. Um, free Meek Mill. He's free. Sorry. Oh, shit. Meek Mill is free. Meek Mill's out. We totally didn't talk about that. We didn't. Uh, we'll have to address that. I mean, that's all you got to really say. We're happy. Meek Mill's out and uh, fuck the justice system that, exactly. you know, uh, you know, Kanye West apparently supports. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> exactly what we're trying to say. Like, make sure you understand who you're supporting when you're supporting them. That's all I got to say. We're in a time where we have access to so much information that we can look these things up and we can figure this stuff out. So just make sure, like, like, and if you don't know, you don't know. That's fine. But if you have that desire to try and figure that out, it's at your fingertips. If you don't know in 2018 for more than a day, it's because you choose not to know. True. Educate yourself. Don't be like Kanye. Read books, guys. <laughs> uh, again, we are on all social media platforms at Through the Crate. You can go and Google us, and we're at Through the Crate. Uh, through websites, the Crate. Everything is through the crate. Everything is through the crate. Through the, through crate, the crate. Through the Crate. And we out this, motherfucks. Duh, 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 deuces.